The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. With so much information to weed through of what is and is not healthy living, People everywhere are confused about proper steps to take toward finding a wellness plan that works for them. Don't climb this mountain alone. We want to give you time-tested education and research based on our own experiences and give you guidance to define what is healthy for you. Let's put the puzzle pieces together. Today, your journey begins. Take notes. Ask questions. This is Ganino Wellness Radio with Dr. John and Linda Ganino. Bringing you simplified education to apply to your everyday life. Now, here is Dr. John and Linda Ganino. Welcome, everyone, to uh, Ganino Wellness Radio on voiceamerica.com. Today is uh, episode six, and we're so excited to be here. Uh, Again, my name is Dr. John Ganino, and seated to my left is the vision, the passion, the drive, and the energy of our office, and that is my lovely wife, Linda. Hello, everybody. Welcome. So glad you can spend some time with us today. We're uh, very excited to have our our guest with us today, uh, Jared Busey, who is also known as Kid Against Chemo, and his mom, Lisa Dysick, who uh, was instrumental in his healing miracle, and we're going to hear from both of them uh, shortly, I did want to kind of go over a few things from our previous shows. As you may remember, uh, our first show, uh, we were talking uh, primarily about Linda's illness and being the catalyst to a better way of taking on health and wellness and, and kind of launching uh, us into this arena, which we're just um, loving and, and it's growing by the day. Uh, episode two was Doug Kaufman. He was talking to us about fungus and the fungal links to disease, how to clear up our bodies of uh, systemic fungus. Episode three was Dr. Richard and Cindy Becker giving us key insight into the physical, mental, and emotional aspects of disease. And Dr. Becker shared his own journey uh, with his personal cancer, and he's a survivor now of I remember meeting him when he was dealing with it. We very first met each other in 1990, so there you go, about 26 years, uh, surviving cancer for 26 years. Episode four uh, was Zen Honeycutt. Uh, I called her Super Mom, who's uh, brought light to uh, glyphosate and BT toxin and and the uh, degradation of our American food supply. And we talked about the the effects of these toxins on her family and all of our families and why uh, buying organic is extremely important, along with standing up and fighting for clean food in this country. Last week, we had Dr. Stephanie McCarter on, and she was talking to us about electromagnetic radiation. And uh, she had many resources uh, to help us with preventing EMR in our home, office spaces, along with books to uh, refer to about DNA damage and electromagnetic fields. So that was fun, and we're just looking forward to the uh, remainder of our episodes, including today. So um, I'm going to let Linda speak now and uh, tell us a little bit about our guests. 
All righty. So Jared, at age 16 years old, walked away from chemotherapy with stage 4 Hodgkin's lymphoma with his mother, Lisa, by his side. After being in and out of hospitals the whole, his whole life, he was uh, done with the needles and the drugs. He wanted a natural alternative to rid his body of cancer, and they set out to find it. Two years later, they are here with us today to tell their story. Jared is now 18 years old with a new lease on life and cancer-free. Praise the Lord. He is a public speaker serving children and their parents who are also struggling with disease and wanting to take an alternative approach, approach to healing. He has written his autobiography and promotes a healthy, holistic lifestyle via his social media sites. His mother, Lisa, who also overcame her illnesses naturally, along with Jared, through supplementation, food, and other alternative modalities, has also published a book and received her nutritionist certificate. She tells people daily, what it comes down to is you have to love yourself enough to love your health. Welcome, you guys. Hello. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Uh, Lisa and Jared, can you take us back to when you first heard those words, cancer tumors, and also tell your stories from y'all's different points of view? You want to go, Jared? You can go first. <clears throat> um, so Jared had stomach pains back in July. Uh, go, it'll be three years in July. He had stomach pains, and we thought he just caught a virus. He had gone down to uh, the hospital for routine checkup, and, and we thought he just got sick from there. And a few days later, it got so bad that he called me, and I was at work and told me I was going to have to come home, that he had to go to the emergency room. So I knew it was that bad because uh, Jared did not like to go to the doctor. He was always there, you know, more than other kids. So uh, we, were, we were brought into the hospital, and we thought what we thought was a virus quickly after – you know, several different tests and so forth, they diagnosed him um, with stage four Hodgkin's lymphoma. Um, they they did a, they actually took his appendix out. They thought he, he just had uh, problems with his appendix. And when they took out the appendix, they found a 10 centimeter tumor in his abdomen. And then that was where they started exploring more to, you know, give us a good diagnosis. Uh, last thing I... Last thing I expected to ever hear was, you know, you never want to hear that your your kid has cancer. I um, we Jared was followed very close by cardiology, and I'll try to run through this as quick as I can. He was born with a rare heart defect called hypoplastic left heart, and his left side never developed. It was never um, diagnosed in utero. I had a healthy older son, so they never did any special testing. So uh, he he was born. Uh, and within 48 hours, rushed back to the hospital uh, where they diagnosed him with that. So conventional medicine was really uh, what Jared, what you were born into, right, Jared? I mean, yeah, yeah. it was something you grew up with. He knew it. Uh, we were always at the doctors for different things. He was always immunosuppressed. When he was six, well, about five months of age, he got a heart transplant. Uh, so he was, that was his whole life, was doctors. So we, we didn't really think anything of it. We were hoping that it was just a virus. We did know that the heart medication and all the things that Jared had gone through um, does cause kidney disease. So we thought maybe he would need a kidney transplant. Never did we expect them to say cancer. His cardiologist was away at a conference and did not want uh, these other doctors that he did not know to diagnose. And he called me on the phone in the 
in the room, in our room, and uh, my husband and I and Jared were sitting in his <clears throat> room, and the phone rang, and uh, the doctor said to me, you know, your son has stage four cancer, and I just didn't want these other doctors to tell you that. And he said, we'll talk about it when you get back. We're going to have to start treatment very quickly. And I want you to know you're in a trusted spot and we'll take care of your son. I remember standing up and just shaking. And um, I can remember my husband grabbing me and me walking over to Jared. And um, (laughs) here I go. And I said, um, and I said, uh, you know, I couldn't believe that I was going to have to had to go through, you know, it wasn't bad. It was bad enough when your child has a heart transplant and um, it has a lifelong illness like that. You definitely do not expect to hear cancer. So no. I remember walking over to Jared and saying to Jared, Jared, I'm so sorry you have cancer. And um, I just, of course, started crying. And my husband, you know, said, you're going to beat it, Jared. You're a tough kid. And um, Jared looked at both of us sobbing, and the first words out of his mouth was, I'm not worried about me, I'm worried about you guys. Uh-huh. <clears throat> right, Jared? Awesome. And, and we just couldn't we just couldn't believe it. Um, Jared, what do you remember? I know he doesn't remember that much about that time, but you do remember the bad pains you had, right, and stuff going in the hospital? Yeah, um, just how much pain the chemo and other drugs caused me. I had um, mouth sores all throughout my mouth and all down my throat. Um, so bad that I couldn't even eat or brush my teeth or else my gums would bleed. Um, I had um, extreme bone pain, bone and muscle pain all throughout for pretty much from um, from uh, the neck down. And so I could barely, I could move my, my um, body, but if I did, it would be in very bad pain so bad that it would feel like like someone was like stabbing me in wherever I was moving um my vision got all blurry I almost lost my eyesight um um my head would pound on and off all the time he would grab his head and just beg, um, just to say to me, Mom, please make him stop. Please make him stop. He would actually hold his head in the hospital bed uh, oh, <clears throat> for, a, for a while there, Jared, right? You, everything tasted like metal in his mouth. Um, he had braces at the time, and we asked the doctors if, they, if we could get the braces taken off first because I was doing a lot of reading about the gum swelling with chemotherapy and cancer treatment, and they said not to worry about it. And... Um, that week that, uh, what, what was in within a week, right, Jared, your, his gums were swollen so bad, you couldn't even see his braces. They were swollen over his yeah. braces. Or my teeth. Yeah, you couldn't see, oh, yeah, I'm wow. sorry, you couldn't see his teeth. You couldn't see any of the silver of the brace at all. Um, mm. and the mouth sores went all the way down through his mouth, throughout his GI system, um, through his anus. So it even was sore for him to sit. Wow. Oh, wow. Hey, guys, that's, that's, uh, that's, that's a great setup. I want to take time to go to our first break, and then when we come back, I want to hear more from Jared. And I, I actually have a little perspective, I think, on, on how this cancer might have popped up, and uh, I'll share that with the, uh, with the audience when we come back. So we'll, we'll catch you shortly. Follow. 
follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Are you interested in finding the root cause of your personal illness? We are too. At the Ganino Center for Healing, located in Heath, Texas, we know there is always more than meets the eye when it comes to disease and illness. With a 15-point wellness program designed to give you organized information and tools, we will help you to get started on the road to true health. To understand more about Ganino Center for Healing, visit GaninoWellness.com or call our new patient coordinator at 469-402-2800. Do you find yourself caring for people in multiple generations? Are you exhausted, stressed, and overwhelmed? Instead of spending hours searching for resources and information, Dr. Merrill and her guests will provide you with practical, everyday information and solutions to help make your life easier. Tune into Caught Between Generations, Thursdays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to Ganino Wellness Radio. To reach our show today, call into 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. You may also send an email to Ganino Radio at gmail.com. Now, Back to Ganino Wellness Radio. Welcome back, everybody, and thank you for joining us again today. And we're here with Jared Busey and his mom, uh, Lisa Dysick. And I wanted to, I think, put my, I'm going to call it my doctor's perspective on what I think might have been a setup in this case for, for cancer to show up. You know, uh, when Jared was real young, he had a, a heart transplant surgery, so obviously... That's quite a long time to be under anesthetic, which is toxic to the body. And toxins create an acid pH, which allows fungus to grow. In addition to that, they also gave him antibiotics uh, and immunosuppressive drugs. As you heard Lisa say, he was always immunosuppressed. All of that stuff makes an acid pH, which allows fungus to grow. Fungus uh, secretes mycotoxins. Mycotoxins makes you more acidic, and an acid pH is, is the perfect setup uh, for a cancer to grow. Um, it also reminded me of what Zen was saying. You know, this boy who's talking to us today had a foreign object called a heart placed in his body, and Zen was saying that. Um, you know, back in 1996. And Jared, you were born in what year? Um, 97. Born in 1997. 1996 is when they started introducing BT toxin glyphosate and desired trait into the situation. And this desired trait allows latent genes to become active and allows cancer to uh, take a better foothold and get rolling. So I, I think that may have been the the setup for what um, created the problem. And then we heard uh, Jared in the first segment talking about the effects of chemo on his body, which were, uh, you know, ravaging. And so, guys, I'll have you pick it up from there and um, maybe take us next to um, where you started as far as um, helping Jared, 
you know, heal and um, what kind of opposition you might have faced from the standard medical community when you guys decided to take it in a natural direction? Well, Jared, um, you can tell everybody, right, you're the one that wanted out of the hospital. Oh, yeah. You came. Um, how many different medications were you on as far as painkillers that you remember? They had you on how many? Two or three, probably, right? Um, yeah, I'd say two yeah, or three. He got, he was, yeah, he, he was so medicated. Uh, there was a time where the, the nurse came in, he was crying and she actually told Jared that if he didn't quiet down, she was just going to give him more medication to morphine. more, more morphine. Yeah. To sedate him. And he looked at me and said, I want to get out of here now. Um, and we had uh, been told that he had six months to live. He had started the chemotherapy, had not completed the first round because he had got so sick they had to stop. And uh, we, we, um, they, they, Jared expressed to the doctors that he wanted to stop chemotherapy and that he wanted to go home. And he asked them, um, what quality of life would I have if I do even make it? with, you know, this is only not even my first round, and they wanted to do four rounds, and then they wanted to do 30 days of radiation um, after that. And so I had quit my job, had discussed it with my husband, decided that we would figure it out, and I would quit my job and spend the last six months with Jared that I had. So uh, at the time, Jared's insur- the insurance was through me for Jared, and um, when I quit my job, my insurance ended. So we were, the nurse came in that morning and I said, we would like to sign Jared out of the hospital. And she said, well, who said you could leave? And I said, I did. And at the time they were trying to get him to eat and they were giving him all this chemical food and, you know, all the processed crap. Good. And every time I would eat something, I would, um, I would um, vomit it up Yeah. because I couldn't, because again, the sores and everything. I couldn't eat. So we kept trying to juice. We actually snuck a juicer in, and we were juicing in the bathroom. And I was learning all this stuff via my phone. And we finally got everything signed. Got it. Got everything signed. Uh, and um, they said somebody wants to come in and speak with you. And we had some hospital coordinator or whatever come in and say, "Well, um, you know, w- we we want to run more tests, but for some reason." your insurance isn't going through. And I said, I quit my job. You told me my son's going to die in six months. And they said, well, what are you going to do from here? I mean, you're going to need insurance. And I said, right now, I don't care. I just want to spend time with my son. And so um, Jared did have a pick line in at the time. So the oncologist came in and told us that they would give us a few days to think about it, but that they would have to come back and we would have to come back down and have the pick line removed. So they did let, let us go home from the hospital without too much of a problem. And then um, when we had to have the pick line removed, we waited a few days, and I, we really talked to Jared about, does he understand what could happen? Did he understand he could die? And he said yes, and um, we went to have the pick line removed. And Jared, why don't you share with them what the doctor said when you had the pick line removed the, after they did it? Um, Jared? They said that... Uh, yeah. Um. When the doctor when the doctor came over to you and said, um, "Jared, we're going to take the pick line out." How did they describe you as going to be to die? They asked me if I ever held my breath underwater, like in a pool or something like that, and I said, "Yeah," and they said, 
well, that's what it'll feel like to die from this cancer, except this time you won't be coming up for air. Wow. So what did you tell him after that? What did you tell him after that? And I said, oh, well, I don't believe that. Good for you, man. Love you. And he was only he was sick. We were 16. 16 the, yeah. physically. Yeah. And then so what happened was um, when we did that and we were kind of sitting there, they they actually, he, do you remember, he actually was, he asked them, I don't think he wanted to cry in front of them, so he asked them to leave. And the doctor kind of gave me a look. Um, and I said, can you just give us a few minutes? And he started crying. He said, Mom, is that how it's going to be like to die? Because I know I could die, but you know, I don't want to suffer. And I said, Jared, you know, there's ways not to have you suffer and we can keep you medicated, whatever happens. But if these are your wishes, that's, you know, what we want to do. Um, the doctors came back in and said they wanted us to wait there, uh, that they had someone that wanted to speak with us. And immediately I looked at my husband and said, I don't have a good feeling about this. I want to leave. And we said, we have to leave right away. We have a long drive home because it was about a two hour commute. And I just, I don't know. I just had this mother instinct. I didn't feel right about it. Um, and I know, Jared, you wanted to get out of there, right? Yeah. And so it was one of these things Especially where, after. yeah, after you felt, you know, because Jared, to tell you, he always trusted doctors. And so to, for right. some, for, to get that, and then his cardiologist also called him a quitter, right? Right, yeah. And that, that was so upsetting. They said to Jared, you know, Jared, you've never been a quitter. Why are you quitting now? Yeah, I definitely felt very, um, very uh, threatened by them. Mm-hmm. It was right. very, very sad because Jared grew up not feeling that way. And so we, we left, and um, it was interesting. I didn't didn't even think to tell them, but in a few days later, Jared's insurance got switched over to my husband's since I wasn't working anymore, and um, that's when we started getting harassed by the doctors. They called my husband's work. They kept calling me. Um, they told us that it was our responsibility to come back down there. They uh, gave us an ultimatum, and um, one of the days they called on a weekend, and I'll never forget this. It was it was right before Christmas. They actually wanted to do a biopsy on Jared's heart while he had okay. stage four cancer. Um, Jared, you asked him not to, right? Right. And you know, he said basically, if I'm going to be around six months, then why don't you figure it out? But right now, why are you going to do a biopsy on my heart? And um, he wasn't feeling that good, and I canceled the appointment, and they called me on a Saturday when they're closed and asked me if I understood my legal ob- obligation to come back down to the hospital. Um, and at that point, they asked me to spell my first and last name, and I felt like I was being recorded. Um, and that's when it got scary for me as, as a parent. Uh, we had had we had found a local naturopath close to our house. We had also switched to a cardiologist closer to the house that Jared liked, right? Yeah. It was much more stress-free for him, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. And it was just it was just we were we were in a good spot. We we he was getting better. He was doing all natural treatments. What were some of the things you were doing, Jared? Um, well, of course we um, we uh, switched to um, all organic food, mm-hmm. and. Um, juicing. Yeah, no, yeah, juicing, juicing raw, raw, raw organic vegetables. Um, we did, or I did the uh, the infrared sauna once a day, at 130 degrees for a half hour. He does still does that five days a week, by the way. Yeah. Wow. Um, okay. I, 
I still do most of my um, treatments today. Rebounding. Rebounding. um, Taking countless uh, supplements and vitamins. Um, Of course, a good um, naturopath. Yeah, Mm -hmm. great naturopath. Um, Jared did energy healing, right? You did energy healing, meditation, grounding. Uh, Yeah, well, well, yeah. And... and Um, now he still does it. Now he goes out to he goes out into nature every day, right? Yeah. And I did then too. Um, I I did at least one nature walk a day, if not two or three. Once he got stronger. Right. right yeah. <laughs> once I was able to. And we did a lot of visualization of the cancer leaving his body. Uh, that was a biggie. We would like. You know, he was 16 at the time, so I'm like, Jared, let's envision these tumors. Um, we're, we're the um, Pac-Man, and we're eating the tumors out of your body. I was okay. trying to figure out how to, how to, you know, visualize that because I started reading a lot of different books on it and everything. But that's what we were. We were already in a healing regimen at that time. He was also getting thermographies done, um, blood work, ultrasounds to see the size of the, the tumors, and so we were. We kind of had a plan already. But uh, they still were demanding us to come back down to the hospital. Of course, wow. yeah. Okay, guys, I, I'll tell you what. I want to go. Uh, I want to go to our second break, and I also want to provide the listener with some contact information. If you want to talk to Jared or Lisa, Linda, myself, the you can call uh, Voice America, and I'll give you the number. It is eight six six four seven two five seven nine two. Or you can also email questions to Ganino Radio, G-O-N-I-N-O-R-A-D-I-O, at gmail.com. So that's, uh, Linda and I jo- enjoy that um, as much as anything, is, is hearing from you guys and answering your questions. So if you have anything for any of us, please uh, forward it along. We're going to go back to uh, break, and when we come back, uh, Linda's got a couple questions, I think, for Lisa and Jared, and then we'll uh, take y'all's questions. So... See you shortly. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Are you interested in finding the root cause of your personal illness? We are too. At the Ganino Center for Healing, located in Heath, Texas, we know there is always more than meets the eye when it comes to disease and illness. With a 15-point wellness program designed to give you organized information and tools, we will help you to get started on the road to true health. To understand more about Ganino Center for Healing, visit GaninoWellness.com or call our new patient coordinator at 469-402-2800. If you're busy, stressed, and can't ever seem to find the time to add in those new healthy habits, you need to check out Lisa Lutan's Busy, Stressed, and Food-Obsessed show. This program will help you discover easy ways to improve your health and happiness. Plus, you will pick up all sorts of tips on better eating, fitness, relationships, how to manage stress, and a lot more. You'll feel yourself becoming healthier just by tuning in. Listen live every Thursday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health & Wellness. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness.
You are listening to Canino Wellness Radio. To reach our show today, call into 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to ganinoradio at gmail.com. Now, back to Ganino Wellness Radio. Welcome back, everybody, to uh, Ganino Wellness Radio on voiceamerica.com. Uh, we appreciate you listening to the music um, that uh, plays between our breaks. That's our daughter, Allie, there from her EP, uh, Hollywood High. Um, so we, we appreciate you all's support of her as well. Always reminding you to like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, connect with us on LinkedIn, and always you can find out more about us in the practice at www.ganinowellness.com. So, as uh, before we went to break, um, we were uh, talking to uh, Jared and Lisa, and they were basically coming into their powers, kind of how I was listening to it. So, uh, let's go back to them, or Linda, if you have a question that you wanted to ask. Yes, um, I wanted to know this, Lisa. You said, had shared with us a little bit about uh, some of your own physical challenges, health challenges, and that you've even written a book. Can you share a little bit about that with us? Uh, yes, I had actually it was right before Jared got diagnosed with cancer. It was the year before Jared had um, cancer. I was exposed. I had a mold exposure. Did not know at the time what it was. I thought my body was just reacting to stuff, and had a really really bad rash. Um, the rash started wreaking havoc on my whole body. The sores were big open sores. I went to several doctors. Nobody could help me. I was on prednisone packs. I was on a total of sixteen medications. Um, I was taking a hairbrush to my skin in the middle of the night and just scratching my skin. We had to put sheets on the couches because I was bleeding through the couches. It was the worst time of my life. And I actually told my husband I didn't want to live anymore. Um, I didn't know that now, but I knew how toxic my body was. And I had just got tired of not feeling okay and started. The very first thing I did was I had taken... Uh, something out of our cabinet, and I won't name what it was, but I Googled the ingredients, and I started realizing what we were eating was killing us, or so I felt. I just kind of went intuitively with that, and the day, that day when Jerry came home from school, I had a big garbage can out in front of the house with all of our food in there, and I said we were going to start over. So I st- we started eating better and eating organic then before he had cancer, which probably about six or seven months before, and then... Um, I, I fought that off and on. That Then I, I did better eating and got the family into more healthier eating. And um, that's when Jared got cancer. It was a few months after that that Jared got cancer. And so I had got just a little bit of knowledge about the different foods we put in our body and detoxing and, you know, having a non-acidic environment. So I believe that I was being led down that road to help Jared and so by the time Jared had uh, cancer, I was off my 16 medications. Um, I was already on that start to my wellness journey and basically detoxing my body. So when Jared got cancer, he just kind of came on the wellness train and we both did it together. Excellent. You know? Excellent. It's funny how God works, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that's what, that's what our, our, it's unbelievable really. But yeah, we, we definitely believe that that's why I got sick to, to, help, to help Jared. Yes, exactly. So, were your friends and family supportive of of the decisions you made in in trying to return to your health? 
What do you think, Jared? Pretty much, right? I'd say like half and half. Yeah, I'd say I'd say that too. Uh, it it really they really became more supportive when they came out to see Jared in the hospital. I mean, Jared was dying. There was no question. Uh, being immunosuppressed already, you can only imagine, you know, what it was like. And I mean, he couldn't even walk. We were carrying him to the bathroom, and that's when our family members said to us. Um, you know, they said to us, you know, hey, you know, he's he's dying. And I said, I know. That's why we're changing. We're changing. We're changing our treatment. We're doing what we want to do. So I think it's it really took a turn better when they saw Jared. You know, that's yeah. when it really helped. Yeah. Yes, totally. Um, so can you go through like uh, a typical day, like when you get up in the morning, for example, when I get up in the morning, I do what we call Linda's cocktail. Basically, I do a baking soda, lemon juice, and Celtic sea salt in warm water drink. Like that starts my day off. And then I do my ATP fuel 30 minutes later. And then I do this. Actually, I start my day with uh, my thyroid first uh, of the day. And then I do my cocktail. And then I go to my ATP fuel. And then I have my breakfast. So if you can kind of go through, this is what I do when I first get up, like a typical day for you. For me or Jared? Yeah, for Jared or you. Either one. Yeah, for, we're both kind of the same, but I had to laugh um, when you said ATP fuel, Linda, because I, I, I love that stuff. I'm actually on it, too. <laughs> I, listen, I went two days without it, and yep. I, my energy dropped by half. I hear you. I hear you. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's great. That was some great stuff. Well, Jared, yeah. I think you, he start, but both of us start off the same way. We do the sauna. We, both well, of us. No. But, what do you, oh, well, go ahead. What do you do well, first? Because... Right now, what I do is I usually wake up and then I do my um, uh, deep meditation, and then I do yoga, and then I go on um, go on my nature walk, and then I come back, and then that's usually when I do the sauna, and then I have breakfast. Well, sauna, and then I shower, and then I have breakfast. And usually, I'm in the sauna when he's going for his walk. He does he does about a two hour walk every morning, even in wow. the cold. We live in we live in the high desert, so it does get cold here. So, um, even even when the cold, he he does that. He's pretty dedicated which, which to which is about like almost two miles from our yeah. house there and back. Yeah, wow. I would say that. And we and we basically um, we have a. We do a high dose vitamin C, both of us. Um, we um, we do a protein shake in the morning. Um, lunch can vary for us, so we just really just stay with organic. Jared has more carbs than I do. Um, we both try to uh, have more plant-based protein than obviously you know uh, meat. People ask us all the time, are we vegetarians? No, we're not. Um, mm. We, we we never followed uh, we never followed a certain protocol, right, Jared? When you had cancer, we we basically did what you felt, what your body felt. Yeah. We exactly. actually like I actually went raw for a while when I was sick. I went raw. I went. Um, I I did. I tried everything. You know, you're like, what's the right thing? We always get that from people. Well, should I be vegan? Should I be raw? Should I? And we never. We just kind of went what responded with our body. Yes. Um, and Jared did well with that. He doesn't eat a lot of meat, but he does eat meat, um, mm-hmm. right? And you, you prefer not a lot of red meat, right? Right, yeah. I usually only eat fish and chicken, which I'm trying to eat less of chicken. 
And it's interesting because when I when I when he first had cancer, I thought, okay, we need to go vegetarian. And he's like, there's no way we're going vegetarian, mom. And now it's kind of like he's just intuitively he's like what his body likes and he knows and what he does well. And I always tell people, listen to your body because what you're putting into it, you know, I'll do with people that that don't have um, that, that they're missing their nutrition. You know, I, I had a, a client that was a vegetarian and she was eating so much fruit and not anything mm-hmm. else. And that, you know, it, too much of anything is not a good thing. <laughs> right. Oh, wow. Totally agree you know? with that. So you really have to balance. You really just have to balance. And that's kind of what we did, but Jared, you still rebound almost every day, right? Oh yeah. I try to rebound. He's better at it than me. I don't always get there. Uh, I usually do it like a few times a day. Too. Yeah, the, the the big thing we've always stuck with was the sauna. Uh, we don't. We used to do the castor oil packs on his tumor sites. Obviously, we don't have to do that anymore. Um, but a typical day for us starts out that way, and Jared has that regiment where he starts out just doing exactly that, and then depending on what our day is or where we're going and stuff, that changes. I, biggest thing I think I want to mention. I think Jared will agree with this. When we changed how we ate. Um, we, we, you have to be prepared. And so if we're going to a speaking event or we're going to a doctor's appointment or wherever we're going, we pack our food and bring it with us 90% of the time. Um, and we have a cooler and everything comes with us. It, it, it sets you up for success instead of stopping at a, you know, a crappy restaurant along the way. Um, Jared will tell you if it's not organic, he won't eat it, right? That's yeah. one of the first things yeah. he always says. Is it organic? Um He's gotten real good, too, at just checking everything over, which at his age I'm pretty proud of because a lot of his friends are not, were not like that. Uh, that's very impressive. And, and, Jared, I don't know about you, but I can actually taste the chemicals in food. Yeah. It, like if, if um, there is, it, yes, if I'm exposed to or I have to eat food somewhere away and I have to eat bad food, <laughs> I mean, I can taste the chemicals. Yeah, I can sometimes. It depends. It, it depends on the food. But, yeah, I can sometimes, too. And, and there's weird things like, you know, if we'll be somewhere, um, I'll say Thanksgiving's coming up. You know, everybody will want to have, like, pies and all the other stuff. And for us, that stuff is too sweet. We actually can't eat it anymore. It's amazing when you well, when you get into that, you feel dif- you feel different. Like you you see how much more sweet it is, right? I mean, it's you know mm-hmm. the natural the natural um, way is just we've learned to use our dehydrator. We have a dehydrator, so I, I make like a lot of dehydrated wraps. I make a really good zucchini tomato wrap um, and a carrot wrap. So we do a lot of stuff. We we don't um, if we do any kind of gluten at all, it's organic. But I I don't actually do any gluten. Jared does occasionally. Um, I stay away from that because my body is, does much better without it. Yep. Yeah. Hey, I, I wanted to I wanted to make a first off, um, Jared. I, I just congratulate you so much for for bringing the you know the spiritual um, you know element into the picture. When you when you were talking about you know I start my day with with meditation and then I go to yoga and then I do a nature walk. I mean, every single one of those things connects you to, to God and, and, and that's where the energy is. And, and you just kind of intuitively knew to do it with, without anybody coaching you up on it. Is that, is that correct? Uh, yeah, for the most part. Um, um, my, my, um, uh, my uh, close best friend got me to do yoga more, but I did used to do yoga 
actually, um, when I was younger, way before the cancer or anything, and then we kind of got away from it. Yeah, and then we stopped, and I always really missed it. But then, um, you know, I got back in touch with this, and now I do it every morning. Yeah, everything you know. I was just going to say, healing is all about energy. Whether you get it from a carrot, or whether you you get it from a prayer or just connecting with God and listening in meditation. I mean, it, it's, it's all an energy phenomenon. And I, I just, I'm, I mean, I'm just impressed at such a young age that, that you, you already understand it and you, you get Yeah, it's, it's great. So congrats. Well, thank you. Yeah. Now, so, now Jared, I wanted to ask, uh, let, me, let me see oh, you guys ahead. where we are. Actually, we're, we're probably close enough to, to go to break, to go to break. But when we come back, I want to, I want to ask a couple specific questions. Um, how do you guys follow your cancer? And I'm going to throw out a statistic, and, and then I'm, I'm very curious as to what specifically goes in your juice. So we'll, we'll ask those two questions when we come back. And, again, if, if uh, the listener has any questions, we would welcome them. So we'll see you shortly. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Are you interested in finding the root cause of your personal illness? We are too. At the Ganino Center for Healing, located in Heath, Texas, we know there is always more than meets the eye when it comes to disease and illness. With a 15-point wellness program designed to give you organized information and tools, we will help you to get started on the road to true health. To understand more about Ganino Center for Healing, visit GaninoWellness.com or call our new patient coordinator at 469-402-2800. It's time to experience radical well-being. Learn to nourish your heart, body, and mind. Manifest your power in the present and learn to live your life's infinite potential. It's time to experience Revolutionary Wellness Talk Radio with host Rochelle McLaughlin. Each week, you'll learn about essential skills and knowledge to help you discover and create your own experience of health and well-being and learn to be empowered to take bold and loving action toward manifesting the life you long for. Tune in every Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific and 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America's Health and Wellness Channel. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to Ganino Wellness Radio. To reach our show today, call into 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to ganinoradio at gmail.com. Now, back to Ganino Wellness Radio. Welcome back, everybody, to uh, the final segment of today's show. And, again, we've got Jared and Lisa as our guests. And um, so, you know, we treat a ton of cancer patients here, and I usually at some point, often on the very first visit, we'll talk to them about, you know, how I want to follow your cancer is clinically, which is basically, you know, how do you feel? If you feel stronger, your heart rate's getting slower, you're getting stronger, you're healing, that's good. We follow you with tumor markers, and we'd like to follow you with a sonogram because it's zero radiation. And then, of course, most doctors prefer to follow their cancer patients with CAT scanners, which uh, uh, the damage to your body from one CAT scan is equivalent to smoking a pack of cigarettes a day for 19 years. So, 
We've got Jared now, who's this success story, and I'm I'm just curious, uh, Jared, how do you how are you following your your progress or your um, clinical situation? What what things or markers do you use to know if you're getting better or worse? I guess blood tests. Oh oh, um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, blood tests. Um, we do um, thermographies. If you ever heard of those, sure. Um, that's actually his favorite test because he thinks yeah. that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, and it's um, and it's pretty um, uh, quick and easy too. Um, what else is it? We do ultrasounds when needed. Our our his naturopath will prescribe them. We haven't had that in a while. Yeah. One of the things that uh, I well, did once in a while an echo, right? But not. Yeah, but we yeah that's just for your heart. Really? He does he does an echo and um, an EKG still just to follow up on his heart because we've stopped sure. all the biopsies. He hasn't had a biopsy in three years. Um, nice. And after speaking to several, you know, with Jared being quite popular now, we've gotten a lot of different cardiologists on board, and they couldn't believe that he was still having biopsies uh, 18 years out of heart transplant. They were still doing biopsies every six months. So when Jared got, and you know, of course we we were um, that we kind of realized now that that wasn't needed. But Jared, I think you you really wanted to stay away from all the. Um, he told me, Mom, I'm not going to do anything that's invasive to my body anymore. Right, Jared? Right. So exactly. we had to talk, discuss as a family what will you allow us to do now to, you know, make sure that you're feeling okay. So anytime he's, you know, even if he's got a cold, it's like we run to the doctor, but. Really, this is the healthiest he's ever been. He doesn't Absolutely. get yeah, he doesn't get sick anymore. He's very um, um, we still do we still do the thermographies. We go every every three months. Um, when he did have the cancer, we were doing it every six weeks. Uh, the blood tests now that he gets are every two months now. Um, we also uh, our naturopath just found out a test because I'm still the paranoid mother that worries about heart rejection. She found a test to help with that now, so I can kind of relax a little bit. Um, and when he was having the cancer, just the other quick test that I wanted to mention that I definitely don't recommend just as the only test, but I'm sure you you might have heard of it is the Navarro test. So that um, was one that we did. Yeah, I'm not sure we. Um, I don't I don't know if you guys uh, have heard of Nagalase. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I have Jared similar. Yeah, yeah. It, might, it might be similar, but yeah, I like the thermogram. You know, it's it's very sensitive. In other words, it doesn't yeah. miss things, and it's and it's zero radiation. Exactly. So it's a great way. It's a great way to go. So yeah, and I was really paranoid with the uh, um, the tumor. So uh, you know that that one being ten centimeters. I mean, you know, that's that's a pretty large tumor. So yep. after they do the thermograms, and I asked them to do the ultrasound and. Couldn't believe it was gone. I actually told the ultrasound tech, can you roll him over and check the other side? And she's laughing. She's like, we don't need to do that, Mom. And I'm like, it can't be gone. It can't. I just can't believe this. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so wonderful. But Jared, Jared knew when the cancer was leaving his body, right, Jared? He knew. Yeah. Um, he, he actually told me that. I'm actually... Um, um, aren't I uh, coming up on my anniversary in December? Yeah, he'll be cancer-free two years in December. Oh, praise the Lord. So exciting. So Linda and I have a, we have a juice formula that we recommend to our, our patients. Um, can you guys share with us what you, what you juice? 
Well, you know, we, we never really we never really followed anything specific, so we're not really too fancy with the juicing department. I always did a lot of carrots. Um, I did I, when I started getting panicky and thinking the cancer was growing. I started reading beets. I got to put beets in there and lemons. And um, so I'll be quite honest with you. When he when kale, yep. And so when he when we first went into this blindly, I was getting whatever was on sale organically because with dealing with one income, it was very difficult. Um, and I learned how to buy bulk. So really, we, you know, we didn't sweeten it with anything. That's a big question we get from people. Um, Jared does not like the taste of beets. <laughs> so I, go ahead. I almost feel like like the um, uh, lemon uh, uh, sweetened it a little bit. Right. That's what I did to cover up a lot of the taste of the, but my, my main thing was kale, uh, carrots. Um, if I had to do a green apple, I would do a green apple here and there, beets, um, and the, and quite honestly, the reason why is because I could get those things in bulk, and it was cheaper. What, Jared? Spinach. Oh, and spinach. We got broccoli. big bulks of spinach. Yep. We did broccoli when I could. But really, it was it was base. You know, the, basically real simple for us. And I kind of I bought a juicer. It was only a sixty dollar juicer at a local store, and I went in it to real blindly with with juicing. Um, Excellent. You know, so we really never followed a specific recipe, and a lot of times it was just very simple. I mean, he was uh, when when he had active cancer. I mean, you know, he wasn't really that hungry, and I really had to force him to drink or eat anything. And so when he was gaining his strength, I would say, "Okay, Jared, here's 20 ounces of juice. We're going to walk down the street, and you can't come back home until you finish that juice." And I would hold him, and we would walk, and I would say, "Drink, drink, drink. Come on, you can do it." And that was really the only thing I could get in him at the time. Wow. He'll tell wow. people, right, Jared, when you woke up in the morning, he would roll over and there'd be a, there'd be a glass of juice. Yeah, or I, baking soda. Or baking or soda, yeah. I would do the baking soda, Linda, like you mentioned. And he still does that. But um, I, he would roll over and go, oh, there's the juice again. Mom's giving me the juice. It was already there when he woke up. I'm like, drink it. <laughs> So, you know, he was very compliant with me, but, you know, I tell people, as a teenager, he could have very well said no. He very well said, I didn't want to, I don't want to do this. So he was very, um, very open-minded the whole way through to whatever I was throwing at him. Nice. So, Jared, if we, uh, we just got a a couple minutes left. So if if you're talking to, let's just say, because I think it's true, that that God has really picked both of y'all to be leaders and teachers and and to show people that they don't have to live in fear. And so let's say you, a person just recently got diagnosed with cancer, and let's say they were scared, you know, probably how you were early on. And where would you, what words of wisdom would you say to them, or where would you have them start as a starting point? Well, it would depend on what kind of treatment they would want to do, but I would, uh-huh. the first thing is just, is just um, go with your feelings and follow what you feel in your heart and soul to do, and whatever, you know, you feel, then you do it, and you don't need to be afraid because everything happens for a reason. I Amen. actually wasn't afraid when I was diagnosed with cancer so um yeah the peace that surpasses all understanding yeah exactly amen i I wanted to lisa i wanted to let you guys uh if you would uh, tell us about your books and um if you know how and how we can buy them 
chair. Um, your website. Yep, Jared has a book. What's the name of your book, Jared? That you just got? That you just finished? Um, my book is called uh, "My Life Through My Eyes." And I wrote a book about um, when Jared was born, and it was originally done as a fundraiser, and it's named Kid Against Chemo, Jared's Story His Way. It talks about from when he was born up until he has cancer, and it talks about his cancer treatments. Jared, your book is an autobiography, correct? Right, which talks about um, pretty much almost every single thing about me and my life in this lifetime. Um, yeah, and our, tell us our, how, how we our how, website. How, our website is uh, our website is loveyourselflovyourhealthnaturally.com, and then of course Jared has a Facebook page, Kid Against Chemo, and my Facebook page is Love Yourself, Love Your Health Naturally. So you can you can reach us through any of those, and um, the books are available on our website, and you can learn more about us. You know, at loveyourselfloveyourhealthnaturally.com. Thank you, guys, so, so much. Again, uh, next week, uh, our guest is Dr. Stephen Sinatra, um, and he's going to be talking to us about energy. Uh, Linda, I'm going to let you take us home today. Okay, I just wanted to say thank you all so much. I've been a fan of uh, Kid Against Chemo, I think, from day one. Um, So thank you so much again for taking time out of your busy lives to be on our little fledgling radio show. And we're excited to be able to share all this information with so many people who need uh, the inspiration and, and the guidance. And so thanks again. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Thank you for tuning in to Ganino Wellness Radio. Please join your hosts, Dr. John and Linda Ganino, again next Friday afternoon at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For an appointment with Dr. John Ganino at his practice in Heath, Texas, please call 469-402-2800. Enjoy your upcoming weekend. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.